Welcome to the Recommended Daily Value Podcast, your daily dose into the health and wellness world. Welcome back to the Recommended Daily Value Podcast, brought to you by Umzu. I'm your host, Tyler Woodward, and today we're going to be talking about the difference between working out and training. So to the everyday person, these concepts might seem like one of the same, but for those looking to make tangible physiological changes in their body, it's crucial to be able to differentiate between them. So when I say training, I'm referring to exercise with the intent to accomplish a given goal or bring about a physiological change or adaptation in your body. This is in contrast to the person who just wants to go, get a workout in, break a sweat, burn some calories, etc. Basically exercising for the sake of exercising and all of the benefits that come along with exercising. So it's important to know that one is not inherently better than the other unless your goals dictate otherwise. For example, doing a Zumba class is very unlikely to help the powerlifter lift more weight in their competition, so it's not contributing to their goal in any meaningful way. But for the busy parent who just wants an enjoyable way to be active, Zumba may be a great option. For the person that just wants to work out, there may not be any real advantage to lifting weights versus running versus mountain climbing, etc., other than whichever activity they enjoy the most, as that's the one they're most likely to stick to in the long run. But for people who are looking to accomplish a given goal, then training in a way that is specific to this goal will pay in dividends in the long run. For example, if your goal is to squat as much weight as possible, the predominant goal of your training sessions is to create a stress in your body that results in the adaptation of myofibrillar hypertrophy, which is the adaptation or addition of new muscle fibers or contractile tissue that allows you to produce more force over time, eventually turning into squatting, being able to squat more weight. Another example you can look at is weight loss, so your goal is to lose weight. Logically, you'd think whatever burns the most calories in the short term will likely help you to lose weight the fastest, but what works best in the short term may not be the best option in the long run. For example, I'd make a strong argument that the best means of losing weight and keeping it off is through resistance training and building muscle for a few reasons. Number one, muscle burns calories. Even at rest, the more muscle you have, the more energy you'll expend, allowing you to eat more over time without gaining weight by increasing your maintenance calories. Plus, muscle particularly burns fat at rest, so the more muscle you have, the more fat you'll burn on a daily basis. Number two, muscle stores glycogen. Glycogen is how your body stores carbohydrates, more specifically glucose. The more muscle you have, the more glucose you'll be able to store. Muscle, particularly post-workout, acts like a sponge absorbing large amounts of glucose to replenish its energy stores. In theory, this allows you to eat more carbs without storing them as fat, either burning them or storing them as glycogen for later use. Number three, lowering your body fat percentage. So one of the most underrated effects of having more muscles is the ability to hold more fat without looking fat. Even if you didn't lose any weight, the more muscle mass you gain proportionally, you'll have less body fat. The 200 pound person may have the same amount of body fat as the 220 pound person, but the 220 pound person may have 20 additional pounds of muscle, which makes them appear much leaner, which is partially a result of the lower body fat percentage, but also partially because there's greater surface area for your fat mass to be spread across, so it appears that you're leaner. And again, just to reiterate, I don't think that working out for the purpose of working out, just going to that Zuma class or yoga, whatever it is, isn't bad for any reason, but in my opinion, many people could reap a lot of benefits from an increased focus on training and the gradual improvements that come over time through progressive overload and increased muscle mass, strength, and etc. Well, that's it for this episode, guys. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to hit that subscribe button and share with a friend. And until next time, guys, be good. Just a reminder that these opinions are my own based on my own research and experiences and are not medical advice.